0: welcome everyone this is the i'm speaking podcast hosted by mercy hernandez and priya namar we're speaking because you've been asking join us for a new season as we open up speak up and uplift voices everywhere and of course all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities we have a lot to say so let's get started Welcome back. This is episode five of the female body from the I'm Speaking podcast with Mercy and Priya. This episode's topic is heart health. So we have a lot to share in this episode. Um, We had some really great information from our previous episodes around oral and vision health, around breast care and skincare. So we hope you're checking out each episode, but you can also jump around whatever topics float your boat. You can jump around to learn more. Just remember, we're not medical doctors. We're sharing a lot of important information from trusted websites and resources, uh, but do your own research as you're listening along. So mm-hmm. and personal experiences, personal experiences. Exactly. Exactly. So today's topic on heart health it's home because heart disease is a number one killer among women. And we do not take care of ourselves. Sometimes we put ourselves last and um, we need to start putting ourselves first. Obviously, Amen. that's why we're doing this series. <laughs> um, it's the number one kill, uh, killer among women causing one and three deaths every year. Uh, that's approximately one woman every minute, which is insane. That's a lot. That's a lot of women. This also has to do with disparities in like our ages, um, uh, along with our ethnicities, our races and our economic backgrounds and how we take care of ourselves. And I have some really good stats for you. Uh, one, I, I saw this and I'm like, I have to share this with Mercy. Hispanic women. So Hispanic women, Hispanic women are 38% more likely than other racial groups to take preventative action for their families when it comes to heart health, but completely ignore their own health in in the process. Um, So I know women in general, like I said before, we tend to put ourselves last when we have families, Um, but Hispanic women out of all the other uh, racial groups, they do the least care when it comes to their heart health. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on that real quick before we dive in. You know, I, if, if you ask
1: me about um, skin care, if you ask me about, again, oral health and all these different things, I could tell you right off the bat, the do's and, and the don't do's. But if you ask me about the heart, I'm not really sure that I know what I should be doing or not doing other than, of course, exercise and eating a healthy, uh, uh, having a healthy diet. I don't know that there's anything else that I should be doing. So I'm really interested in everything that you're gonna say out of your research today to see if I know enough to answer that question. Because if at the end of the day, heart health really has to do with staying active and eating healthy, then I'm good. But if there's more than I should know, then I'm uneducated on it. So I'm really, really interested uh, to hear what you have to say because yeah, you might be right on
0: point. Well, I mean, I think that goes for every health topic, right? Eating healthy and right. exercising. But I think it might be a social thing. Really? Or, yeah, why Hispanic women do not, out of all the racial groups, they they take less care. That's so be interesting. Thing, you know? Um, and that's me 100%. 100%. Um, and even myself, you know, uh, talking about experiences and stories, I had to wear a little uh, pace. It's not a pacemaker, but it was a monitor when I... Uh, before I found out I was pregnant with my third child, um, and that that actually was a symptom of being pregnant. I didn't know I was pregnant at the time. <laughs> I
1: remember that. I yeah. Remember that. What a yeah. scare.
0: Yeah. So I had to wear a monitor because I was having um, these crazy heart palpitations, and um, it was uh, turned out to be a symptom of being pregnant. And I didn't have it for the other two, but I had it for the last one. And it was scary, it was scary at the time. And it's ironic now because I'm not pregnant anymore, but I do have them sometimes. But I think that's from stress and just my body being older. Um, and then, you know, heart disease runs in my family. So I have to be really careful about what I do. Yeah. Hence why I work Absolutely. out now. much um, now. But this topic is very, very important. So, I mean, again, do your research, take care of yourself above all. And we hope some of these um, tips and facts help you out. So there are two types of heart attacks. There is the loud one where you're just like, oh, you know, my chest hurts (laughs) (laughs) acting for you. Um, There's there's a one everybody always hears about, but there's also a silent heart attack that you can have. And I know this firsthand, my sister, uh, uh, rest her soul, she passed away uh, two years ago when the pandemic started. She passed away during the pandemic. One of the causes was a heart attack. And apparently from the coroner's uh, coroner's, um, evaluation, she had had a silent heart attack before that. He was able to detect the fact that she had a silent heart attack she didn't even know about. So on top of that, she had one that eventually um, did her in. Um, So I thought it was important to also share this information because, I mean, we could just go go on about our lives and feeling a little discomfort, not realizing that it could really be a silent heart attack. So. What are the signs for a silent heart attack? I'm going to start off with the silent one, indigestion. So, of course, we don't want you to go off every time you have indigestion and be like, "Oh no, you know, I'm having a silent heart attack." But if heart disease does run in your family and you are not you feel like you haven't been healthy lately or are living a healthy lifestyle, um, this could be something that could be a cause for concern. So, indigestion's one. Uh, a case of the flu, so, yeah. yeah, so if I, I think it has to do with your immune system. So, if your body's not well, your organs are not well, your immune system will be low, and you're more than likely to catch the flu or have symptoms of the flu. Um, oh, also, they may, uh, people may think that they have a strained muscle in their chest or their upper back. So, if your back's hurting you, I'm not saying that's because your back's currently hurting you now. No,
1: Mine's on mine the butt part. <laughs> <laughs> I have lower back issues.
0: Yeah. So uh, if your upper back is hurting you, you feel like you've strained a muscle in your chest, it could be a silent heart attack happening and you're not even realizing it. Um, obviously, if you're having, dis- if, if, if it may not be discomfort in the chest. It may be discomfort in your jaw or your upper back or your arms as well. So... I, the jaw thing I've never really thought about, but if you're feeling like really tight, not able to move your jaw, that could be a symptom of a silent heart attack Mm -hmm. and fatigue. So this is also a symptom, obviously of a loud heart attack. So if you're moving really slow and you're not well, and you can't figure out why you feel so fatigued, get yourself checked out. There's all sorts of reasons. And of course, this could be one of them. Now, Signs of a heart attack that we all know about, the, the loud, the prominent one. And if you have these signs at any time, call 911. Don't go on the internet. Don't call your boyfriend. Don't call, you know, mom. Call 911 because it could be a matter of minutes um, and time that you need to to make sure that you survive. Right. Um, and I got, I, I. I got these tips, um, this information from go red for women.com. So, you know, there's a, there's a heart health month during the year and go red. I have a little pin that I'll wear. I think it's, it's February, right? February is heart health month. I
1: think so. It's yeah. Yeah. I think it's either February, February or October. I'll tell you.
0: Yeah. That. Um, so they're a great organization. They provide a lot of information about, um, heart disease and heart health and taking care of yourself. And they, Really, really, really try to get out there that women, this is a number one killer for women. Um, We were both wrong. It's me. It's (laughs) me. Real time fact checking. Yeah. So it's me. It's me. Okay. So these are signs and symptoms of a heart attack, uncomfortable pressure, squeezing fullness or pain in the center of your chest. It lasts more than a few minutes or goes away and comes back. Um, this is the most common one that we see in the movies. Obviously, people grabbing their chests, falling to the ground, of uh, pain. We just saw it in Sex in the City with what happened to Big in the first episode. Sorry, <laughs> spoiler if you haven't seen it. <laughs> you know, um, my father had several, several heart attacks. He had a major heart attack. He had smaller heart attacks throughout his life. Mm-hmm. And and the, his last last breaths, he had three heart attacks before he died. He's a male and he was, he was dealing with heart disease and issues in his own health. But, um, uh, women, if you, if you are experiencing any of these symptoms, again, call 911, uh, pain or discomfort in one or both arms, the back, neck, jaw, or stomach. So stomach, you don't Jeez. really, yeah. Like all parts of your body, any pain in all parts of your body. Wow. That could be it. Yeah. So no, I don't really think of my stomach as being a center point for pain for, heart, but the heart's right there, right above it. So that makes sense. Shortness of breath with or without chest discomfort. So shortness of breath, you hear this one a lot. I have heard, um, and I don't have a resource for this now. So please fact check me if you get a chance. I have heard that if you are experiencing shortness of breath due to a stroke or a heart attack to take long breaths. Me too.
1: Me too. Yes. I've heard that over and over by a lot of resources. Like if you're driving and you're stuck in traffic, but you're experiencing that, that to avoid an actual heart attack, take a deep breath, hold it and exhale slowly. Take another deep breath and you kind of like slow down the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. I want to make a correction. I want to make a total correction here. So Women's Health Month is in May, but Women's Heart Health month is February due to the fact that it's heart and love and red and all those oh, wonderful okay. things. There so you go. You were correct. Cool. It is uh women's in general that is in May.
0: We're both correct. How's that? Yes. <laughs> that, way. that way. So um, go on. So yes, deep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so long breaths are are crucial if you're by yourself and you're trying to um make time, you know, uh, give yourself right. time. Um, but again, do research on that. Um, other signs such as breaking out in a cold sweat, having nausea or lightheadedness are also also symptoms. Um, I've seen that as well, being nauseous. And it's, I mean, again, it's like your, your body's just like screaming, you know, that this right. is happening. And of course, the most common one is chest pain or discomfort. So these are all telltale signs. and you know we're talking about heart attacks, but there's also strokes. You know, if you have a stroke, you can have a small stroke and you can have a really bad stroke where a side of your face is drooping. Obviously that's a sign of a stroke. Um, and just you know watch out for uh, any major symptoms and uh, really do take care of yourself. And I do have some tips for how to strengthen your heart. And of course, the number one is, mercy. A healthy diet, maybe? Exercise. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> all right. Exercise. Uh, hey, do you know, I meant to tell you, today, At um, today, just as a coincidence, this morning on Good Morning America, they just gave an entire um, commentary on research showing that 10 minutes a day will strengthen your heart. 10 minutes of walking per day will strengthen your heart. It used to be believed that 20 minutes a day would make a difference. Now there is proof that 10 minutes a day of a walk will make a difference. So they're even telling you less. Obviously, you know, the longer you can walk, the better it'll be for you in general, but at least 10 minutes of consistent walking. So that means, they, you step out your door or you get on a treadmill or you do whatever for 10 minutes without stopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, because we're talking about exercise, I wanted to add um, many times in South Florida because of the intense heat and in New York because of the, the cold weather, uh, many times we can't go outside and we really don't have somewhere to exercise. Not all of us can go to a gym or have access or can even get out of the house with the snow or whatever the case may be. And I learned years ago that a great resource for exercise or a place that you could go to is the mall. So if it's cold out, the mall is nice and warm and I'm not talking about shopping. I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about using it for exercise purposes. They even have walking groups at malls that an hour prior to it opening. So malls typically open at 10 by eight thirty, they open so that um, elderly groups or, or, People that cannot be out due to weather conditions can go and they walk and they tell you exactly how long it is. If it's a two mile walk or, or, you know, a one mile walk, and then you could go at your pace. But if it's something you cannot do at home, just make sure you find somewhere you can go that it's safe, that you can put in at least a minimum of 10 minutes. And that doesn't mean you're going to go and stop at a window And then walk to the next window. (laughs) No, no. That's extra mileage. That's extra mileage. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just talking. And yeah, it doesn't mean, oh, I'm doing stuff around the house all day. Or I'm in my office and I'm up and down and doing things. No, they are specifically talking about nonstop walking. If you can talk and if you can actually be pushing something, that is even better. For example, if you can take a stroller, if you have a child or a pet and you have a stroller, or if you're on the phone. So instead of just maybe listening to something for 10 minutes of it, talk to somebody
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: it it makes your heart work harder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I just happened to listen to that this morning on Good Morning America. I thought, how interesting.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Ten minutes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah, 10 minutes is great if you can do longer even better. Um, and I do recommend longer. I kind of feel like sometimes these tips also, they, they shorten the amount of time for exercise and all those things, because people are less likely to do it if it's a long period of time. So yeah, 10 sure. minutes sounds digestible, you know, versus 20 minutes. Um, right. and and but I think that's, I mean, that's coming a lot
1: Priya from people working at home. So you're home and you're comfortable. And then you go from the bed to your chair in the office and from the office, you go to the couch and from the couch, you go back to your office and then you go back to bed. And a lot of people aren't getting any exercise whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, even 10 minutes.
0: Well, funny, funny, funny little story. So I, I have a small New York City apartment. My my husband will walk around the kitchen. There's, so there's two doors in the kitchen. He walks around, <laughs> He'll walk around like if we haven't gone to the gym like he'll do that for a few minutes yeah, sure. walk around just to get at least some uh mileage in or whatever um yeah. i told my mom today the same thing when i listened to the report
1: i was talking to mom and i go, mom you need to walk at least 10 minutes she goes 10 minutes she goes it takes 20 for the dog to do something so i'm good she goes that i walk the dog a couple of the times a day she goes i'm getting all my heart health now Paco, she tells me he will walk i go mom do a flintstones kick him out of the house lock the door and tell him when you walk 10 minutes you're allowed back in she
0: goes, oh, I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> What if <laughs> he's just standing walk He might just stand No, he's got to walk. He, and <laughs> they live in an apartment building. Oh, so you
1: yeah. have a hallway. Walk that hallway. 10 minutes is nothing.
0: Yeah, pets, pets are great for for yeah. Yeah, being able They active. make you walk. Yeah, they make you walk, even in the freezing cold or torrential rain. The snow. Yeah, they got to go. They got to go. Mm-hmm, exactly, exactly. But yeah, getting up and moving. Your heart is a muscle, and with any muscle, exercise will strengthen it. From personal experience, I know this. I, so during the pandemic and even before, I wasn't feeling healthy at all, and my, my, my heart was doing that palpitation thing. And now that I've been ex- exercising frequently since last June, I go at least uh, between three to, five to- three to five times a week, I go to the gym. Um, that, that has stopped. I'm not experiencing really? that as much. Well. Yeah. So the only time I'll really experiencing the palpitate is stress. So my body's dealing with stress a lot differently now, but it's not doing it randomly anymore. Like it was doing uh, it before. And obviously it's exercise relieving stress, you know, giving me all the good hormones. So my body's not feeling a stress, I guess. <laughs> sure, sure. The muscle is harder. It's stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the first step is to determine your target heart rate, then find an activity you enjoy and you can stick with for the long run. So basically get out, get moving, even walking to the park, um, the mall, you know, Walmart, the supermarket. Sure. If you, if you live in New York City, you know you're already doing this. If you hopping on the subway, you're walking those long New York City blocks, that that yeah. is exercise. <laughs> yeah, just like Europe. If you're in Europe, you're walking
1: a lot, which is fantastic.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, if you're on the yeah, London yeah. London rail or, you know, any of the beautiful parks in Europe, you're you're getting in. Your mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Number really. two. Yes. So this seems to be like uh, uh, also a constant. Quit smoking. Quit smoking. Right. Yeah. Quitting smoking is tough, but you know that it's important to quit. And one of the biggest reasons is that it's linked to heart disease. A lot of people start smoking from when they're young and that's why it's harder to quit because you've been just doing it for so long. Some people smoke socially. Some people smoke consistently, like it's their right arm or something. Um, But smoking is bad for you. And not just Mm -hmm. cigarettes, we're talking about um, vaping as well. Vaping is really bad. And a lot of kids are doing cigars. Cigars. People think cigars, oh, I do a cigar a week. You know, it's still bad for you because even if you're not inhaling the fumes, it's affecting your mouth and your mouth Absolutely. is connected to your heart. We just talked about oral health. Your mouth we is just spoke about your it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So smoking is bad and affects all parts of your body. So I recommend you try to start, you know, weaning yourself off. It'll be tough, but find something else to take the edge off when you're feeling stressed or, yeah. you know. A pot yeah, or ask for
1: professional help. Uh, try to get you know whatever sources are out there a nicotine patch or whatever you know just try to work hard and make it a a 2022 goal.
0: Number three, lose weight. So we talked about exercising. Obviously, exercising will help you lose weight, but lose weight in general. Losing weight is more than just diet and exercise. It's a personal journey that involves finding what you like and what works for you. And um, losing weight will help reduce the fat around your heart. That's, that's the gist of it because fat will clog your arteries and your veins and make your heart work even harder. And you've seen people that have had heart, have, have had heart attacks and if they're overweight, they are their heart surrounded by a layer of fat. That's why you might have a heart attack. So mm-hmm. losing weight is very important. Um, not, all, not only to the other parts of your body, your skin, your mind, uh, the other organs, but most importantly, importantly to your heart eat heart healthy foods. Salmon and guacamole are loaded with healthy fats. Omega 13s are are really good for you. Antioxidants are really good for you. Surround yourself with foods that are rich in the vitamins, vitamins and minerals that will strengthen your heart. Obviously taking vitamins every day. There we go again. Take your Mm -hmm. vitamins every day. Make sure that you have what you need to keep your heart healthy. Um, Can I
1: add to that, Priya? um, Maybe incorporating the Mediterranean diet into your regular diet. So, the Mediterranean diet, which is linked to good heart health care as well as longevity, has found that the the key ingredient in the Mediterranean diet is basically what you said it's the, the fish oils, but it also includes the fruits, the vegetables, beans aren't they like number one thing, a lot of beans because of the fiber produces so it keeps everything kind of clean and lubricated as well as nuts. So, mm-hmm. you know, check out whenever you have some time, the Mediterranean diet, look at why it is considered the number one global diet, um, year after year after year and decade after decade, that's the number one diet to follow. Um, they looked at everything from a weight watchers to Atkins to, um, paleo. I mean, you name it. And time after time, the Mediterranean diet is the best choice. The healthiest choice that's, you know, information I've listened to over and over. I don't have an exact resource, but do look into it because it can be really good for you. Just incorporating fruits, vegetables, fish, um,
0: Beans and nuts. Yeah. And and we're saying the word diet, but really what you have to do is make a lifestyle change. So changing what you eat is a lifestyle change. It's not, it's, 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 I know it's a word play, but really it's it's psychological, right? You think diet, depriving yourself of things that you enjoy, but really, if you're making a lifestyle change, you could still include the things you enjoy, but just in moderation and include other things that you may not normally eat. Um, but will be healthy for you. So nuts, yeah, beans, all those things are so good for you. Mm -hmm. And those, those quote unquote diets uh, like Atkins, the paleo, they're very protein heavy. And you have to be careful with that because um, the protein heavy, obviously these meats have a lot of fats. So you have Mm -hmm. to have lean meats and be very aware of what you're consuming because you don't want to, again, put layers of fat around your heart.
1: Which a lot of these diets do that.
0: Mm-hmm. they exactly. encourage
1: the the bacon and all that stuff
0: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly uh so this one is fun don't forget the chocolate so the good mm. news chocolate and wine contribute to heart health antioxidants that are in chocolate and wine bad eat means- chocolate I <laughs> take a little reverse there i know
1: you you love chocolate i'm sure they're talking about
0: dark dark chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, the bad news, only in moderation. So don't just <laughs> buy a big size of Kit Kat and consume that. I mean, okay. like get, get your bar of dark chocolate, have a couple pegs every day. Um, okay. Have a glass of wine every day, red wine, and that'd be it. Just one glass with dinner, you know, that kind of thing.
1: And make sure the ingredients are clean. Yes. And good wine. Don't drink the wine.
0: Yes. Alcohol and cocoa, a key ingredient, chocolate have antioxidants that have shown to increase good cholesterol, lower bad cholesterol and improve blood clotting function. Um, and the, all these things are essential as you get older because your organs obviously are older. They have to work harder to stay healthy. I'm glad that you mentioned the word cholesterol because it's
1: something I wanted to touch on. So cholesterol is a big one. I think it's important for all of us as women to check our cholesterol whenever we get, we get blood work for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge indicator. So high cholesterol, which anybody can have, even a young girl can have high cholesterol is and really I, important to monitor.
0: I think, I believe that the levels, if it's above 200, mm-hmm. it's not good. So you have to really monitor, get your blood checked every single year, your blood levels. Absolutely. it will be essential for every organ in your body if you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously your cholesterol levels, uh, you, want, yeah, you want your low cholesterol to be, low i mean your bad cholesterol to be low and your good cholesterol to be high Um, correct
1: also um when we talk about that i wanted to include we have every single one of uh of my girls at home and my mom and i all of us have invested we have a small blood pressure kit which you can buy at any drugstore and basically you keep it because there are times that you get headaches and headache is also um one of the number one um, warning signs of blood pressure. So if your mm-hmm. blood pressure is really high, you tend to get a headache. So if you're getting headaches consistently and they're not going away, or it's, it's you know there's really not a reason you feel you should have a headache, um, check your blood pressure. That's a huge indicator. If you're starting to suffer of high blood pressure, that's going straight to heart attack. If your cholesterol is high, you're going to a heart attack. You're clogging your arteries, um, you know, so be careful with, with what you're eating. Cleanse, you, you know, your eating should be so clean that it's cleansing as it goes so you don't have those clogged arteries. Exactly. That's all your plumbing
0: in there. <laughs> yeah, all your plumbing. Um, yeah. So that goes, to, that goes into the next one, which is don't overeat. So although this advice primarily, primarily applies uh, during the holidays, uh, when deaths from heart attacks spike, thanks to copious amounts of food and temptation, it's valid year round. So some people overeat because of stress. Some people overeat when they're at events like holidays and things like that. Um, some people are dealing with uh, eating disorders like bulimia and they're overeating that way. But all these things can contribute to your decline of heart health. Um so just eat in moderation. I, it might be tough sometimes. You're really stressed out. I know we've talked about in the past about blindly eating. <laughs> it's just stress. Mindful eating. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Mindful eating. They you say know. that one of the things you should never do, Priya, is sit in front of the TV and
0: eat. Yeah. You, it just, because you it's mindless it eating. Yep. Yeah,
1: you're just chewing to chew and you're putting stuff in your body, unless you know you have a bowl of grapes or, or something healthy, which is not usually the norm. Um, you're, you're mindless eating. And so be mindful of what you're putting in your body and when you're putting it into your body.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so eating a lot of food at once can lead to blood shifting from the heart to the digestive system. Fast when you get that indigestion. Yep. Yep. And faster and irregular heart rhythms, which we talked about already, which can lead to heart attack or heart failure. Um, yeah. And I've, I've experienced that in the past. <laughs> irregular heart. I'm laughing about it. I shouldn't be, but irregular heartbeats um, because of what I was eating and how fast I was consuming, and how stressed I was. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, and the last one is don't stress. Um, and this, I think is a huge one considering um, you know the climate in which we live um all the stre- all the things that we're dealing with the times we're going through yeah everything that we're going through right now there's a lot of stress happening around mm. you and it's easy to say don't stress but we all sure. stress. even if we all we all stress
1: yeah i think sometimes you know telling somebody oh don't stress is more stressful than than alternatives right like, like yeah. talking to them about take a deep breath breaths can have such an impact on, on the stress level, um, yoga, uh, Mm -hmm. the music you're listening to a walk in the park, being barefoot outside, um, looking at the moon. There's just so many natural ways of really disconnect from the craziness of this world.
0: Yeah. Disconnecting so important, especially social media, disconnecting. Mm -hmm. There are more than 1400 biochemical responses to stress, including a rise in blood pressure and a faster heart rate. If you don't manage your stress, it can create more stress and trap you in a stress cycle. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I I think, you know, as we get older, this is, um, well, what I've been experiencing is that my body deals with stress differently now. So I get the the fast heart pumping, right? And then I feel like crazy anxiety. My breath and my breath is hindered a little bit. And I can't think straight. So, it's almost like um a many part a panic attack that I'm having. Like I I like and I'm feeling it more now and I think it's just my body's just like, "Damn, girl, you just need to like
1: maybe yeah. you're maybe you're more mindful of it now so you can realize it's there. Maybe it's been there all along, but now you can see that you can you've learned to acknowledge it so that you can I
0: yeah, because yeah, you maybe, had
1: definitely more stressful times in your life than now, you know, having three kids and, and being in a different city and, and going through everything we went through. Yeah, those when, are all different
0: you know, stresses, but I was younger when I went through all those things. Right. So, so maybe you were realizing
1: that you were going through what you were going through as aware as you are now of what you're going through. I, I, I tell you that because I'm older and I realize now that there were times that I realized I'm not breathing. I like a oh my god yep. i was like <laughs> that breath. stress right like you stop like if stopping your breath is gonna like resolve something mm-hmm. um but it's a habit that has been you know you've you've had this habit for years but now you're aware of it and yeah you're
0: acknowledging it yeah um you clench your jaw and you're just like your jaw. i was just gonna say that
1: yeah and your <laughs> teeth and it's like oh my god what am i doing you wouldn't have thought of it back then but yeah. So it's all in awareness. You know, the more we know, the more we can understand what our bodies try to tell us because the body exactly. does talk to us.
0: Exactly. So, I mean, everything affects your heart health, everything that you do, everything that you consume affects your organs. And uh, we really do have to take care of ourselves. You know, we, we are, we are the bedrock of every family unit. Women, you know, we, we do a lot of things, uh, for our kids, for if we're not, we don't have kids for our spouses. Um, and even if we are not in a relationship like that, you know, we're for our community, we do so much for our community as a whole and we put everything into what we do. If we're, we're passionate about it. And if something hurts us, we, it hurts us to our core. And then we try to pretend sometimes that we, it doesn't affect us but it does, you know,
1: Absolutely.
0: putting up that wall is a stress. The fact that you have to put up a wall hurts your, or hurts your heart because right. you're creating boundaries,
1: which is so important to, to yeah. your office. Is, is hard because boundaries are usually something you put with somebody you cared about. Cause if you don't care, then they're just out. But if you have to put boundaries so that they can kind of come in and out, it's because it's somebody that matters that, you know, I mean, boundaries could be, as close as a a child or a parent but when you put those boundaries it's because you still want that relationship but with boundaries and that's hard and that is stressful and that takes a toll Um, so being aware of all of it then we can understand it better and say you know what I'm going to go for a walk I'm going to take some deep breaths and I'm going to listen to whatever kind of music makes me happy or I'm going to go and walk to a park you know, and just sit there and take pictures of nature or listen to birds or find what makes you happy. I, I took a class on this years ago. Um, when I had my preschool, it was a a class to help the community, uh, to help low income communities deal with stress. And it was part of our social initiative, um, serving serving the community. So one of the things that it taught us were basics. Like you have to fill yourself up before you can pour into somebody else. So work on yourself. And once you've worked on yourself, learn what helps you fill yourself. Is it said that you love a cup of tea with jazz music uh, in a comfortable chair? Or is it that you love sitting at the beach feeling the rays of the sun and having a drink? Or is it whatever it is that brings you happiness? If you cannot attain it at that moment, at the very least, if you can visualize it, it has an effect on your body. So you close your eyes, you you know, you have maybe a coconut candle, if your beach was your thing, and you just sit back and you put yourself in a state of mind, like, Oh, I can hear the waves and I can picture the beach and I can feel the sun and all of that relaxes you and the stress calms down. Um, so those are just little tips that help with stress and stress helps with your heart and so on and so
0: on. those are great tips. Um, and I, so I hope that if you're listening to this, you really have gotten a lot out of this episode, you take care of your heart health, at your whatever age that you're at. And if you start younger, even better, even better, even better. Um, so make sure you follow, share, subscribe, like all that good stuff. This is the I'm speaking podcast with Mercy
1: and Priya. We hope you have a great time listening to us. Remember, we love to hear your feedback. Also follow us on social media, share with others that you feel might find our information of value
0: and just join us for the next one. So you can learn a little bit. more about sex.